Welcome to Creating Lifestyles and Building Legacies with John Balserac. John has been in the financial services industry for over 20 years and has dedicated his business career to helping families accomplish their financial goals by focusing on their core values, which involve balance and clarity of all four asset classes, financial, intellectual, social, and human. Contact John Balserac at 888-949-7475 or on the web at a4wealth.com. That's the letter A, the number four, wealth.com. And now here's John to help you create lifestyles and build legacies. And welcome back to another show of Creating Lifestyles and Building Legacies. I'm your host, John Balserac with A4 Wealth Advisors and my amazing co-host, the one, the only, Mr. Tony Shore. Hey, great to be here, John. Uh, I think we're going to have a great show today. I've had a, an incredible week, really. Uh, busy, but good. Got a lot done this week. How about you? Uh, you know, fall is always a busy time of year. Kids are back in school, football's in full full swing, and a lot of people are, you know, resetting their goals. Yeah, um, So between September and the end of the year, people are refocusing and doing a lot of planning. Of course, doing a lot of RMD planning and a lot of tax planning because it's the end of the year, but it's good. So we feel very blessed, and uh, we love the fall season. And we're going to have a great show today. We're gonna, actually going to talk about uh, 401k mistakes and questions. I know that for a lot of people, that is a lot of times the number one place that they put oh, money yeah. away for retirement. Yeah, my wife and I, we have uh, we each have 401k plans, and almost everyone I know has a 401k or 403b, uh, one of these types of retirement plans. And I'm looking forward to that. And I know that this is a busy time of year for you, uh, Fall. It just seems like people uh, start thinking about their finances and their financial planning this time of year, getting all their ducks in a row, you know, heading into the, the fall and the holiday season, things like that. Um, and I'm looking forward to talking about 401k plans because like you say, they're really common, but sometimes they're probably not fully understood. Is that correct? Yes. Um, you know, I would agree with that, Tony, you know, people out there make a lot of mistakes. We want to help people avoid those mistakes. Um, so especially we want to talk about, uh, potential rollover mistakes, right? Cause people are always doing that. So uh, we're going to start with the basics for our listeners out there so they can follow along. Uh, you know, when you put money in a 401k account, you're essentially making a deal with Uncle Sam, right? Right. Uh, the government lets you deposit the money before you've paid tax on it, which is nice. It goes in pre-tax and you agree to leave the money in there until you retire or at least close to retirement. Okay. The government says you should leave that money in there at least until 59 and a half years old because they want you to earmark that money for retirement. They don't want you to earmark it for you know cars or boats or toys. They want you to put it away uh, for that specific reason. And if you take the money out early, well, they're going to penalize you. you know, And that, that penalty is a 10% penalty plus ordinary income tax. So if you're in the 22% income tax bracket, that's 32% plus your state tax could be close to 40%. So, you know, accessing these funds early for a lot of us, Tony, does not make sense. And of course, if you're earmarking it for retirement, then then make sure it's earmarked for that reason. 
Yeah, good point. Uh, obviously, you want to avoid those penalties, and you always hear people talk about, oh, the penalties are horrible if you pull money out of uh, your retirement accounts. Uh, and ten, you know, ten percent isn't peanuts, but it, it also doesn't seem super aggressive as penalties go either. You know, I mean, we could debate that. I mean, to me, ten percent plus, you know, ordinary income and state, it adds up to be a lot. That's Espe- true. Especially when you don't, you know, the money can't compound and grow. You know, one of the great things about tax deferred accounts is the money that makes money makes money. And if it's being taxed like that, you're not going to grow. So, you know, that may not sound like much to consider, but after, like I said, taxes and penalties, you know, you could be left with maybe two thirds uh, or less of what your, what your money would have been. So that to me is a lot. Um, and if you're young, you're losing, like I said, the time value of money, the growth. Um, you know, you don't want to really, you know, you do not want to access this money unless it's for retirement. You know, that's why we advocate people putting together emergency funds. So if they have to access money, they access that, not their 401k. You know, for a lot of people, Tony, it's tempting um, to look at your 401k as a windfall. And hey, you know, I could buy that boat if I took money out of this, but it should just be off limits, um, you know. And how do you avoid full taxationless money? You know, the short answer is you can't, you know, because the money's going in pre-tax. You will have to pay income taxes later, but it might be twenty or thirty or forty years down the line. And because the money that makes money makes money, compound interest, it can be a significant amount. Um, we will talk about some RMD planning, so all your money's not in pre-tax accounts, and we'll talk about that later in the show. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like Uncle Sam always gets his share eventually. And of course, as I always say, I don't even think he's my real uncle. Yeah. I don't think he is either, Tony. Uh, (laughs) But but it's true. You are getting, um, you know, you are going to get a benefit as well for putting this money in there, you know, so but you are going to pay tax on it. I mean, death and taxes are two of the certain things that we know we can't avoid. Uh, The benefit to you is that your money was able to grow tax advantage that entire time, that deferral. So over time, it can grow significantly versus if you had to pay tax every year on it. And, you know, you can't control the fact that you will pay taxes on your distributions, but you can control when and how you're going to pay them, Tony. So that's important, you know, that's very important for the listeners out there to understand and a rollover mistake could lead to you paying higher taxes on the entire amount. So I'll give you an example. If your 401k distributions are viewed by the IRS as ordinary income, those are the highest brackets. Uh, and that's true whether you take out $1 or $1 million. However, if the amount of a distribution pushes you into the higher tax bracket, you'll end up paying the higher tax rate on everything above that bracket. So. You know, we're in a graduated tax bracket, you know, 10, 12, 22, 24. So you're only going to pay that higher bracket once you've reached that threshold. You're not paying the yeah. higher bracket on the entire amount. Sure. And pe- people often make that mistake. Well, is there are there any ways that we can avoid that? You know, there are a few ways around this. Many people plan to take their tax-deferred distributions over time and in smaller amounts. Uh, another solution is balancing withdrawals from tax-deferred accounts into tax-advantaged accounts like Roth IRAs or properly structured life insurance plans um, because they have additional tax advantages. 
Uh, you know, since those accounts obviously include money that's already you've already paid the tax on it, uh, they won't be treated as ordinary income. Uh, a lot of times, you know, as long as you pass the five-year rule for Roth IRAs, all those earnings are now tax-free. And that makes a significant difference. So for younger listeners out there, you know, make sure that you're putting Roth money away. You may not get a big a tax advantage today, but you'll certainly get a huge one later on. And maybe put, you know, half in a pre-tax account in your 401k and the other part is Roth. You're kind of hedging your bet there. Um, to give you some tax benefit today, but also give you a huge tax benefit tomorrow. So that is a great strategy that many people out there should utilize. Yeah. Yeah. And that makes sense. And it's always a good reminder. The money you keep is the important part. Uh, What's another common mistake related to these 401k plans? Yeah. Another mistake deals with rollovers. You know, when rolling over a 401k, you typically can choose between a direct rollover or indirect rollover. So a direct rollover, you know, your funds move directly from the 401k to your new IRA. Uh, It never goes to you. And, you know, because it never goes to you, you're not going to get taxed on it. You know, it just goes from one custodian to the other. That's the cleanest and the best way to do it. With an indirect rollover, you take possession of the money. So if we used a $100,000 option and you're going to pull it out of your 401k, they're only going to send you $80,000. Because why? Uh, There is a 20% mandatory withholding. So as soon as you get that $80,000 check and you cash it or put it in your account, Tony, you have 60 days to go find $20,000 somewhere else to make it even $100 and roll it back into another IRA. If you don't do that, then that 20% is gone. You're taxed that year. So many people make that mistake. So... I think it's critical that people, you know, do a direct rollover, trusty to trusty versus an indirect rollover because that 20% holdback, you better find the money and many people don't have it. And then that causes a huge tax problem. So, you know, for listeners out there, do a trusty to trusty direct rollover. The 60 day rule applies only to indirect rollovers, but for many people out there, again, it causes problems. Yeah. Yeah. I can see where it would. So um, always a good reminder. And what's the 60 day rule? Talk to us more about that. Yeah. So if you were going to, you know, not do a trusty to trusty rollover, um, the money comes to you. You have 60 days to put that 20% withholding back into an IRA. And if you don't do it in 60 days, then that money's taxable that year. Um, so again, depending upon the amount of money, uh, you know, you're going to roll over. If it's a two hundred thousand dollar rollover, you know you're only going to get a check for one hundred and sixty grand. That means you better find forty thousand dollars somewhere else and add it to your one hundred and sixty. So a lot of people they might not have forty thousand dollars just sitting around. So again, avoid indirect rollovers, and that way you can avoid the whole sixty day rule to begin with, and just send it trusty to trusty. Hmm. Interesting. So. Uh, obviously, that that makes sense uh, if you follow those rules. Uh, it can get complicated, though. So if you don't use your own money to make up for it, it's like you just took the money right out of the account. That's right. I mean, that twenty percent is considered a withdrawal for that income tax year. Um, if you're fifty-eight years old, not only do you pay the income tax on that, you pay the penalty as well. Uh, so you know that forty thousand dollars in that last scenario is going to come out of your account. 
but she may have to pay an additional 10000 on top of that to cover taxes and penalties. So, you know, this is where you can really demolish your 401k or your retirement employer-sponsored plan accounts by making mistakes like this. You know, earmark the money for retirement. Don't touch it. I mean, if, if make sure that you have an income plan because so many people don't have one, Tony. You need a retirement income plan and one that can spell all this out. Many people maybe not, you know, can't touch it till 65 or 67. So taking it out early causes a lot of problems. You want to avoid these like the plague. Right. Yeah, obviously you do. Uh, now, our time is just about up for this first segment. Is there anything you want to add before we take a quick break here, John? Yeah, just so people out there, you know, get proper planning done. So many people don't plan. Um, they just don't plan at all, you know. So... If you don't have a plan, you know, the, the potential for failure is extremely high. And again, I don't think people plan to fail. They just fail to plan. We've talked about this on many of our other shows, many of our other podcasts out there. So give us a call uh, on our direct line here if you want a plan done or if you want a second opinion. We do those appointments complimentary. It doesn't cost our listeners anything to get one. Uh, the number is 704 509 1141. Again, 704-509-1141. Give us a call. We'd love to help you out. And as a reminder to our listeners, this is Creating Lifestyles, Building Legacies with our host, John Balserac of A4 Wealth Advisors. And I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. Now, John, great discussion today talking about common mistakes when it comes to 401k plans. In this segment, we're going to look at how we can ensure that our 401k account stays with us right? Yeah. If you've ever spent an afternoon wondering, Tony, what happened to that $20 in your wallet? Did you stop at the store? Did you go to lunch? Uh, did your spouse take it and forget to tell you? You might not <laughs> did I believe spend it on pizza. Exactly. You might not believe the statistic, but Americans lost track of more than $7.7 billion worth of retirement savings alone in 2015. By accidentally and unknowingly abandoning their 401k, according to a February 2018 article from the USA Today. Wow. That's Doesn't that seven, blow your mind? Yeah, 7.7 billion. That's billion with a B, right? That's B, billion with a B, and that's correct. Um, you know, with people changing jobs more often, the Bureau of Labor Statistics reports that people born between 1957 and 1964 held an average of 11.9 jobs from 18 to age 18 to age 50. And it's surprisingly easy to lose track of an old 401k account. Now, I know that happens because when people come in to see us, Tony, they're like, well, I forgot about that account. I forgot about this account. That one I've never oh, wow. looked at. And you would think, hey, that's your hard-earned money, but it happens. People are busy. They're distracted. I mean, you know, in the 21st century, we're always distracted and we're moving at light speed. Um, you know, while, you know, a lot of companies may try to fulfill their obligations of tracking you down, that isn't easy. <laughs> it's not really their job. If you've moved or changed your name due to a marriage or divorce, uh, that's how these things actually happen and come to pass. Wow. Well, it would be, uh, I don't think it would be a good idea to forget about that retirement account. That's crazy. No, obviously not. And lost accounts means lost retirement income for you and less money for your beneficiaries. I mean, you work for the money, you put it away, but this happens. 
You can avoid this problem by rolling over your 401k into another 401k, if that's an option for your new employer, or you can roll it into an IRA, an individual retirement account in your name, which is what I recommend, because you're going to have a lot more investment options. If you, you know, if you rolled into an IRA and then you work with an investment advisor that has an unlimited um, number of investment options and then can tailor it like a suit just to you. So, you know, I tell people if you leave your old four, you know, you leave your job, your 401k, don't leave your 401k there, roll it over to an IRA, take that money with you and quite often give it to a professional. Because people are too busy in their lives to manage their own money. And we've seen this over and over. I know statistically, if you looked at stocks or bonds, you know, stocks might have averaged 10% over 100 years and bonds maybe five and a half. But the average investors only average one or one and a half. Why, why is the disparity so low? Well, because they don't know how to do it. You know, they base their investing off emotions. But, you know, they, if they can't even keep track of it, Tony, you know, if they're losing the money, it's obviously they don't have time to manage it. So rolled into an IRA and then hire a great advisor to help you manage it. Uh, one great thing about our company, we use a generational vault. And that means you can actually see all of your accounts real time. IRAs, brokerage accounts, you know, SEPs, Ross, 403Bs, whatever it is you have, all in one place, all managed professionally for you. And it also has a document center to keep all your important documents. So you know, great advice for people out there to take. If you don't know how to get access to a generational vault, give us a call toll-free. Our toll-free number is 704-509-1141. All right. Yeah, I think that's uh, great advice. Now, uh, remind our listeners about what that generational vault is again. Yeah, so a generational vault is basically a digital safe deposit box. That's how I explain it to people. You can put a lot of things in there. And of course, if you have a smartphone or a computer or you know an iPad, you can view it and view the portal 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It has 2,048-bit encryption, so it's very safe and secure. Uh, you can rely upon it. You don't have to worry about people hacking in there. And it's a great tool. It's a great tool. Uh, if you have wills, trust documents, medical directives, insurance policies, you know, special authorizations for people, all that, what matters to you most, can go into your generational vault, which I think is absolutely critical. And generational vaults helps provide peace of mind. Um, you know, to place all, I mean, you should have all these documents, maybe in a fireproof safe or safe deposit box, but all the digital copies, wills, trusts, power of attorney, healthcare power of attorney, investment statements, the, anything of significance can go into your vault, Tony. And it could be managed for you. It's a very, very valuable resource that people should take advantage of out there. Yeah. Yeah. Ob obviously, it's a great resource. It sounds amazing. Now, looking back at the 401k mistakes that we should be avoiding, what's another common one that you've seen people make that we should know about? Yeah. We've mentioned rolling over your 401k when you change jobs. If you're starting a new job, it offers a 401k. Rolling over your old 401k to your new one can be a good move, but not always, okay? Why do I say that? Uh, you know, you may have more control over an IRA than a 401k. And with an employer-sponsored plan like a 401k, you typically choose how you want to allocate your money between several pre-selected investments. If you don't like those investments, there's not a whole lot you can do. You're very limited in your investment scope. 
And your employer's not going to help you do the allocations for you. You need to have a professional. So if you bring it to an IRA, someone who maybe acts as a fiduciary, an investment advisor representative can help you. Help you, again, design and plan an asset allocation plan that's tailored specifically for you and give you all the options and selection that you need for your investment options. So hopefully that makes sense. Yeah, I think that, I think that definitely makes sense. How do you decide between doing it yourself or choosing a financial professional? Well, the key is to find the balance between independence and, a, and professional assistance, right? I mean, I tell my wife that if I don't do it, I don't do it. You know, so if I don't, if I'm not in the business of changing oil, I don't. I take it to a professional. I take it to a mechanic. If I'm not a doctor, I don't self-diagnose myself. I have a doctor do my physicals. And when it comes to money, I mean, if you don't do it full time, it's very hard to have a job, you know, be a spouse, run a family, do all these things and personally manage your money. So for many people, the majority of people, they would like to have a professional do it. Now, are there some people out there that are do-it-yourselfers? There are. But to me, if you have limited time and resources, it's very difficult to navigate markets and do all this yourself. And a lot of people want to put their their faith in someone they can trust, and they want to know all the options that are available to them. You know, so when we sit down with clients, Tony, we talk about maybe Roth IRAs, um, you know, the advantage of life insurance, all these other things, long term care. There's a lot that goes into wealth management. Well, yeah, there is. And, uh, you know, when we're talking about this, there are a lot of uh, tax aspects that come into it, right? Uh, either way, you're you're going to get some type of tax advantage, right? Whether well, you, you would want tradition. you definitely want to, right? I mean, you don't want to yeah. ever pay more than your unfair share, so that's a good point. And you know, while potentially tax advantage source of income in retirement sounds good, remember these two things before rolling over existing four hundred one k and making a conversion to a Roth IRA. Number one, you have to pay income taxes on the full amount you convert to a Roth which if you have time, that's okay. So if you have a five-year or 10-year runway and you can pay it with W-2 dollars, not out of the IRA, that's a good thing. So, you know, because you want to have some buckets and tax-free buckets later on. Number two, depending on your current and future tax rates, uh, you know, a Roth IRA conversion may not be the option that fits your needs. For example, if you have a limited timetable, if you're going to retire in two years and you have two million that's all pre-tax, you're not going to have enough time to pay the conversion tax. If you pay it all in one or two years, you'll be thrown into the highest tax bracket possible. So for different people out there, it's going to depend. Also, uh, depending on what your future has in store for you, IRAs and 401k plans, you know, they're going to offer different benefits. Uh, you know, for a first time home buyer, uh, they can take $10,000 from an IRA without a penalty to buy a house. Um, there are no exemptions for a 401k plan. So there's all these little caveats that we got to look at. Well, how do we know? We have to ask questions. And you really have to know your client to make the best, um, the best planning options for them. So I think discussing people's unique situations is very, very important. Finding a financial professional they can trust, someone who acts as a fiduciary, extremely important. For those out there who want to get in contact with us, they can call us at 704-509-1141. We would love to help you with your planning needs. Well, I think that's great. And, and today we are talking about 401k plans and some mistakes and questions.
questions that could impact your 401k and your retirement accounts. You're listening to Creating Lifestyles and Building Legacies with our host, John Balserak, and myself, your co-host, Tony Shore. Now, uh, there are important questions uh, that people need to ask, uh, like 401k and 403b plans. What are the differences? Uh, where do we start with this? Yeah, so, you know, where do you start? It's a great question. And we're going to start with how these plans got their name. So these plans are named after sections of the tax code. And Tony, I heard you had a hard time with insomnia. So I'm going to I'm gonna actually send you <laughs> the entire tax code. And that way oh, you, no. you can start reading it and uh, you will fall asleep. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, or have a four, bad yeah, headache so, after a couple pages. Exactly. But 401k, 403b. That obviously stands for a part of the code. You know, you can look up that section. You know, each of these plans are qualified tax advantage retirement options that are offered by employers, obviously. The major differences between the plans is the type of employer that, you know, offers the product. So 401k plans are offered by private, uh, you know, for-profit companies. On the other hand, government employers and nonprofit organizations are the only ones able to offer 403b plans. So, you know, they're nonprofit. And every plan we're going to look at differently, but they work similarly, you know, where you can put money in. A lot of times you can get a match. The money goes in pre-tax unless you direct an after-tax contribution that can go to a Roth later. Uh, And again, this is why people out there today need planning more than ever. Again, give us a call at 704-509-1141 if you need help. Yeah, I think that's great. So, uh, obviously, a 403b plan is very similar to a 401k plan, um, and I know that uh, you know my wife actually has a 403b now. She works for a nonprofit uh, medical company, and a lot of teachers, things like that. Uh, nonprofit organizations have 403b plans. Some of us have 401ks, and you can get uh, a Roth inside your 401k now. So. I know there are a lot of different options, and we're almost out of time for the show. So for our listeners out there, if they want to sort this all out or need help with it, they definitely need the help of a trusted financial professional, a fiduciary like yourself. Uh, So let's wrap up the show now. Why don't you let our listeners know one last time uh, how they can get a hold of you to set up that complimentary, no-cost, no-obligation consultation? Absolutely. They can call us um, at 704-509-1141. They can also go to our website at www.a4wealth.com. And again, that's letter A, numeric for wealth.com. We have a full learning library on there. They can also go to www.a4cfp.com. That's letter A, numeric for cfp.com. So lots of ways to find us and get in touch with us. But the one thing I would tell you is our approach. There's no pressure, Tony. You come into our office, number one, we're going to listen. We're going to find out what you want to accomplish. If you don't have a plan, we're going to put together a cogent plan that mitigates risk and takes care of things like long-term care, uh, maybe potential life insurance if you need that, but wealth management. And again, make sure that you have a guaranteed income plan. Make sure that no matter what happens, your income is going to keep coming in and that you do not run out of money. For those listeners that have an advisor, get a second opinion. It does not hurt to get a second opinion, and it won't cost you anything. So give us a call at 704-509-1141. 
All right, that sounds great. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Creating Lifestyles, Building Legacies with our host, John Balserac of A4 Wealth Advisors. Thank you for listening to Creating Lifestyles and Building Legacies. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact John Balserac of A4 Wealth Advisors. Call 888-949-7475 or visit their website at a4wealth.com. That's the letter A, the number four, wealth.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. John Balserzak and A4 Wealth Advisors are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. 